Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Our numero dos. I'm Kyle Madsen. That's James Ham. Taking you right up to noon, then we'll hand it off to D'Lo and Casey. Talking a ton of Kings today, and uh, while we're here, I want to remind everybody to subscribe to the Kings Beat, thekingsbeat.com. Get in there, subscribe, and get everything from, from James. You get game recaps, weekly recaps, breaking news stuff. All kinds of things. A podcast. Yeah. It's great. And it's not, my favorite thing about it is it doesn't flood my inbox but it's also not like, hey, I haven't seen anything from the Kings beat in a long time. Yeah. It's just every couple days. Good flow. Yeah. Really, really, really nice. Uh, shout out to the Kings beat. Shout out to you, James. Uh, before we get to our Jiffy Lube Fast Break Player of the Game for Friday, we're going to bring the vibes up a little bit. We're going to talk about the win over the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, let's let's kick off the strong vibes by telling you about the International Sportsman's Expo. The International Sportsman's Exposition, the ISE, is coming to Sacramento from Thursday, January 18th through Sunday, January 21st at Cal Expo for over 50 years. Sportsmen and adventure seekers alike, that's James and I, sportsmen and adventure seekers, have come to explore the hundreds of hunting, fishing, shooting sports, and camping products. Listeners will have a chance to win tickets with us, ESPN 1320 AM. To check out the International Sportsman's Expo, all you have to do is head to ESPN1320.com and fill out the online entry form to enter for a chance to win four weekend passes to the event. Four weekend passes. You and three friends cruising around, checking out all the latest in hunting, fishing, shooting sports, and camping products. As somebody who loves to camp, you'll find me there. As someone who now has flannel, you might find me there. Dude, you're you're halfway there already. I am. I'm halfway there. We love the ISE. All right, Jiffy Lube Fast Break Player of the Game for Friday. Our friends at Jiffy Lube said, hey, here's 82 $100 gift certificates. Give one out after every single Kings game. That's right. And we said, okay, Jiffy Lube, we got you. So uh, our first one for Friday's game, here's how you're going to enter. ESPN1320.com. There's a Jiffy Lube sign right at the front, a a logo. You click on that. You're going to enter a code word that I'm about to give you, and that will enter you to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. The first code word. For Friday, Kings player of the game, Keegan Murray. Your code word is Keegan. Keegan. Murray. K-E-E 
G-A-N is the code word. You enter that at ESPN1320.com. Click that Jiffy Lube logo. Enter the code word Keegan, K-E-E-G-A-N, to enter to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. We will have another one of these coming up. You can enter again. Nobody's going to be like, hey, you entered twice. No, 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 no. Double your chances to win that $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. And that is, uh, that's what I would do anyways. Yeah. Enter. ESPN1320.com. See it. All right. We'll have that second one for you from the loss to the Pelicans. Spoiler alert, it's not a Kings player. Oh. Yeah. No. I made the executive decision on this one. I didn't consult you first. Sorry, James. But It's okay. It's uh, I, I'm in agreement. Okay. All right, so you and I were sitting there at the game on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the Kings are rolling. Yep. Against the Toronto Raptors. And you mentioned to me, you're like, vibe in here is kind of weird tonight. Mm-hmm. A little strange vibe. And I, I felt it as well. And part of me thought, I think it's because of the trade deadline. I think it's because people know, like Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, these are guys who, like, yeah, they're they're not going to be here much longer. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're probably not going to be here much longer. They're being shopped in the trade market. And so I part of me thought, yeah, this is people, you know, wondering, oh, it's Pascal Siakam, and is that deal going to happen? And, oh, can you really get behind, like, the Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter thing? The season doesn't quite feel real yet because this is a team that wants to contend, and it feels like they're going to make a move before they do that. So not really fully bought in yet because you're kind of waiting for that move. But then you said something that stuck in my head, and then Sunday's game, I think, highlighted, bolded, and underlined it. And you said, like, people don't know what to make of this team. Yeah. And that was the weird energy, because I think there are people who watch this team game in and game out who go, okay, up 15 on the Raptors, that's great, but how long until it's tied again? Can this team actually hang on against a good, young, rangy, good defensive team? Can they actually hang on to this lead? And that's what because every Raptors bucket, every time the Raptors cut it to nine, it got tight. It felt like the energy got a little weird. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. Because this team has been so inconsistent and so up and down that even when they're playing really, really well, it feels like there might be another shoe that's going to drop. Yeah, I, I it's a bummer that fans feel that way. Like I get it though. Yeah, no, I, I do too. But I, I still would say it's it's concerning, right? So the Kings right now, they're 13 and seven at home on the season. And we talked about like the, one of the true ways outside of improving defensively is to take care of home court. Yes. Right. And the Kings right now, they're on pace to basically go uh, like 26 and, and 14. So that's an improvement, but it's a three game improvement. In order for the Kings to take that next step, they need to be a team that wins 30 games at home. Mm-hmm. And they're really close to already not being that team. You got four more losses, right? Mm-hmm. And to be a to thir- to be a thirty one team at home, and I, I think a lot of people like you just feel it. I, I think also having like a big potential trade, enough people in the building had had kind of started to see what was happening. We can't act like everybody in the world like follows Sham Sharania on on Twitter and knows that that there's a potential trade that had just fallen through or may or may not like what might happen, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, it's a different world that we live in where like information is right there at your fingertips. 
but only if you're actually looking for information at your fingertips. And there mm-hmm. are a lot of people who don't do that. Um, so I don't know. To me, it, like Kings fans want to get behind the, this team, mm-hmm. but they're also apprehensive. They're, they don't know that, you know, again, a buddy hit me up, spent 700 bucks for his family to go to the game last night. Zion Williams didn't play at uh, Williamson didn't play. And the Kings got throttled by at one point we're down 50 on their home court. And every night's a sellout, like 17,800 people were there last night. Mm-hmm. So I feel for fans who like want to get fully behind this team, but keep feeling like they're, they're just not there yet. Mm-hmm. And you want success after 16 years of failure. And last year you had some success and everyone's so excited, but there's something about the second year there, there are now expectations mm-hmm. and this team right now is not always living up to those expe- expectations. Mm-hmm. It's a blue collar town. Yeah. The, Kings fans expect their team to play hard each and every night, whether they win or they lose. They're used to losing. Mm-hmm. Now they get a little taste of the good stuff, and they're like, hey, how come we're not winning consistently? How come the losses feel so bad? That's just, and that's just it. Yeah. It's like you said, they're winning more often this year than they did last year. Like, fact. That is just empirical data yeah. that will tell you that. But I don't think they're better. And I think that people understand, like, there's a, Good sports town. It's a good basketball town. People understand what they're watching. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not that they're losing. It's not that, you know what, the Pelicans just really have their number and, you know, if they get a couple more shots to fall and they swing a couple of those games, you still feel... It's not that. It's the it's the nights like last night where, man, this team is just clearly not there. Yeah. And that's a bummer because the fans are there every single night. You hear them. You see them. Yeah. That the team doesn't reciprocate that every single night like i said you're gonna have your off games but this is way too often for the kings for yeah me. it's way too often and, and it's way too often where the game isn't competitive that's that's what i'm talking about thank you for where you go to that. a game yeah. and you're like you walk out going oh i just wasted my money mm-hmm. like last night my six quick thoughts so like i opened with uh refunds needed yeah yeah like i at some point like that that's just not that's not like a competitive game that's mm-hmm. that's not okay the Kings scored 39 points in the fourth quarter. This just highlights yeah. how bad last night was. The Kings had a 39-point fourth quarter, which is excellent. Score 39 every quarter, you're never going to lose a game. Yep. They scored 39. If they held the Pelicans to zero, they still would have lost. Mm. If they went on a 39-0 run in the fourth quarter, they still would have lost the game. And it wouldn't even been close, I don't think. Uh... Now it would have been a th- it would they would have lost by three. Oh, okay. But yeah, just all right. Like you said, just not competitive, and that sucks. Yeah. So no, it's something they I, need to. I hope that they need to answer for. If somebody happens to be listening who went to their first ever Kings game the other night, and you're thinking, you know what, I'm never doing that again. I give it another shot. I promise. That's one of the problems. It was like there was a bunch of kids that were there for the first time. Yeah. Give it another shot. I pre- like the Kings do such a good job with their in arena stuff. It's such a fun environment. Oh yeah, it's Just great. Get, get, give it, give it another go. Yeah, I, I promise they're not they're not all like that. And more often than not, uh, they are not. Let's revisit Mad Props when we come back, and then I want to do a couple of things from the 49er game. I got a couple little takeaways. Also, a Warriors player has threatened to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. We'll talk about it next. 
You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Yeah, you're dang right it is. Tough weekend for the Kings. The 49ers played, though. They lost two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it's they a, lose, Kyle? It's a, it's, boy, great question. Um, well, neither team played anyone. Yeah. The Rams played Pukanakua into the third quarter because they were trying to get him some records. George Kittle and Dre Greenlaw wound up sitting out for the 49ers. Kittle had some back spasms before the game. Uh, Greenlaw had what Kyle Shanahan classified as Achilles tendonitis. Mm. Both precautionary that they sat. It was weird because they were active, but then in street clothes the whole game. Uh, A couple of takeaways real quick. Big picture takeaways for me before we get to mad props. Yeah. The 49ers kicking game is a massive question mark going into the playoffs. Horrible. There was some hope, and Jake Moody just hasn't gotten a ton of opportunities this year. He's been, you know, really money since missing the game-winning kick against Cleveland and then missing the next week against Minnesota. He's been really good. He finally missed an extra point yesterday after starting 60 of 60. That was really impressive. But we talked about it on on Candlestick Chronicles on my podcast. Like, man, the Niners might just try and run him out there just to get him a couple field goal attempts. Just to get him comfortable. We talked about it. We said, did "Why don't they just do it on this show too? Why don't yeah. they just kick it on first down?" Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, just line it up from thirty-eight yeah. yards. Line it up from forty-three yards. Just kick it. So he did line it up from thirty-eight yards, and he missed. Mm-hmm. And then later, he missed an extra point. Mm-hmm. And so now, this thing that was already like, "Man, how is Jake Moody going to look going into the playoffs? How's he going to?" He misses two of his three kicks, four kicks. I, I, I you don't love that. No, you don't it, love that for him going into the uh, postseason. It adds the element of question that that the Niners didn't need, and and to be honest, a first uh, a rookie kicker didn't need. You're too good of a team to potentially lose a Super Bowl bid because your kicker isn't good enough. Yeah, and they've gone from having Robbie Gold, the most accurate postseason kicker of all time, to a massive question mark. And maybe Jake Moody gets under the brightest lights and he's just nails. Yeah. In which case, great. You know what? Home run pick if he's never going to miss a kick in the postseason. Mm -hmm. But right now, going into the playoffs, that's not something you feel good about if you're the 49ers. Yeah. It's a testament to how loaded they are that you're like, yeah, but the kicker. But man, in playoff games, when the games get close, Mm -hmm. that stuff matters. The other thing, real quick, team got out mostly healthy. Cleveland Furl had a knee injury. No ACL, no MCL, though. Shanahan will talk to reporters today and have a little more info on that. But he said there's definitely a possibility he misses a playoff game. Uh, Cleveland Furl has started every game at, at defensive end for the 49ers. Sam Darnold's still Sam Darnold, it turns out. Mm. He was fine. He was yeah. he was pretty good. He made a couple of really, really nice throws. But that fumble at the end of the game on the last drive was just peak. Like peak Sam Darnold. Yeah. Not taking care of the ball, scrambling, turning it over in a big spot. Like, man. Yeah. But made some incredible throws and some really nice plays. And there were a couple of drops in there that, that did not help his stat line. The touchdown pass to was it Ronnie Bell? Ronnie Bell was, was dot. That was spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like threw it to his back shoulder on a line. Yeah, in just between two defenders, while he's getting beat on like total pi all over the place, and yeah. just like fitted into like a really small window that wasn't yeah. even there. And then the throw to Ray Ray McLeod where he's running left and then threw it back 
across his body to McLeod mm-hmm. down the field, and McLeod just couldn't handle it. He got hit, and ball comes out. Even the that play been a long completion where he scrambled and he threw to the back of the end zone. Was it Chris Connolly? Yeah, and Connolly didn't catch yeah, the ball. Was another one. Yeah, that was a really, really that was nice right play. Before, yeah, that was that was I think the play before the Ronnie Bell touchdown. Back yeah. to back, really nice play. So yeah. yeah, overall pretty good day. But Sam Darnold being physically talented was not in question. We all knew that. Yeah. Say when the game's on the line, can he scramble and take care of the football while he does it? And uh, and he didn't. All right. Those are my big 49ers takeaways from a game that didn't matter. That was a tough watch. It was a tough watch for your boy. Luckily, I had a uh, Kings game to cover. Good. I'm I'm very very jealous. All right. Let's. let's. They they were down by 50 at home, Kyle. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> uh, let's recap Mad Props. It's time for Mad Props. Two games, two props. Which number will be higher? That's for Kyle and James to decide. Here's Mad Props. Yeah, tough week for us, James. Uh oh. Yeah, you're. Yeah, we did not. We did not do great in Mad Props this week. Our first prop was Sam Darnold passing yards or Kings Raptors total. You went Kings Raptors total. I went Sam Darnold passing yards, two sixty five on the total. Oh. Which, if I had known that, I, I might have gone different. But one eighty nine on the passing yards for Sam Darnold. I will say though, a couple of long completions got dropped. And, uh, and and impacted his stat line greatly. But 189 to 265. You took the Kings uh, number. I took the 49ers number. You get the win there. George Kittle snaps or Keegan Murray field goal attempts. We both went Kittle. Oh. And he didn't play. Oh. So it's 0 to 11. We both took a loss on that one. Uh, I think if George Kittle had played, I think we both would have been right. And I think that because we go next to Debo Samuel. We had Debo Samuel snaps or Demonis Sabonis points. We both had Sabonis points and we both won. He had 24 points. It was 20 snaps for Debo Samuel. Oh. Yeah, so it was, it was close. So I think I think George Kittle would have played in probably that same range. Had he played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird that Debo played as much as he did. I agree. That That's kind of surprising. Yeah, and that they fed him. I, he needed to get uh, a, like seven rushing yards to get to 1,000 for his career and be like the second player ever to have 5,000 receiving yards or 4,000 receiving yards and 1,000 rushing yards. In his first X amount of years, I don't know. Oh. Weird, weird thing. Feels like you could have taken care of that on the first drive yep. and gotten him out of there, but alas, they didn't. He played 20 snaps. Still did not do Demonis Sabonis' 24 points. The 49ers total or Kings Raptors first quarter total. You took 49ers Rams. Uh, I took Kings Raptors. 41 points for the 49ers Rams. 63 for Kings Raptors in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, they had a big first quarter for Kings and Raps. A Jake Moody field goal attempts or Harrison Barnes rebounds. We both went Moody field goal attempts. He had just one. Four boards for Harrison Barnes against the Raptors. Love that for Harrison Barnes. He needs to uh, get on the glass a little more often, I think. And then this last one, bang on the number. Sam Darnold touchdown passes or Kevin Herter made threes. You went Herter. I went Darnold. They both finished with one. So that is a uh, that is a tie. You go 2-3-1. and one, I go 2-3-1. and one, And we tie in the final regular season edition of Mad Props. Oh. Look at us. All right. Who would have thought? Huh? That was ri- honestly like because if you if you don't know how we do this with mad props, I just pick things and try and match them up as best I can. I don't go through like a betting site. I don't go to BetQL and roll through to find the props and find the ones that are close. I just make this up on the fly. Well, that and I have no idea what you're going to ask. You, yeah, we do no preview of this no, at all. You no. are figuring it out on the fly. Too. Yeah, they're not written in our rundown. No, Kyle, Kyle no, hides no. them from me. Oh yeah, and yeah. I don't even give you access to the doc. No, I probably should. No, it's okay. I don't need access to the doc. 
I don't need access. <laughs> I want to try and devise a way to make Mad Props like a public doc that listeners, because I see people in the chatty house at youtube.com slash ESPN1320 and twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 like playing along. And yeah. I would like to be able to like note those, but I can't because we have too much going on. Yeah. So I would like to try and make a document where people can enter and then we can have some fun with it that way. And then they'll go in and change their their answers like during the game. No, 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 no. Like a submission oh. doc. Like a you okay. submit a document to me and that way it's in my email so I know what your picks are. Okay. That makes sense. I'm going to mess with that for next football season. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I'm going to see if Jiffy Lou will give us prizes to give people who win. Oh. I don't know. We'll work it out. I- we'll work that out in a meeting that's not on air. Yeah. All right. No, that makes sense. All of it. I told you a Warriors player has threatened to retire. We'll talk about that. And the Kings did a no-no last night, and I'm so happy that James Hamm was in the building to ensure that this was uh, brought to light because uh, people noticed, and you forced somebody to answer for it, and I appreciate you doing that. That's what journalism's all about. We'll tell you what it was next on ESPN 1320. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento Sports Leader. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. All right, you want to do a... Which one do you want to do first? I don't know. We have King's Podium and we have Warriors player threatening to retire. Let's, let's do let's do King's Podium first. Okay, you let, yeah, that makes sense. Because I want, I want to bring in whichever of D'Lo and KC comes in for the handoff. I want to bring them in on the on the Warriors retiring thing because it's honestly to me, it's a little bit funny. Yeah. Um, but first, before we do that, Kevin in Sacramento wants to jump in here. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hey guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Thanks for uh, calling. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, channel my inner will Z 
here. I got some stats that kind of emphasize just how up and down this Kings team has been this oh. year. So out of 35 games, they have trailed by 15 or more in 15 games, which is 42% of the games, and Oof. they are 3-12 and 12 in those games. Uh, and actually, if they trail by 25 or more, which has been done six times, they, they just lose. Yeah. So you can turn the TV off uh, right then when they go by 25. <laughs> and then on the flip side, uh, out of 35 games, they have led by 15 or more 18 times, which is a 51% clip, and they are 17-1 and one in those games. So just, uh, I mean, they're either hot or cold. Dang, that's wild. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how to fix it, and... Um, don't know what's going on, but that's just it's just kind of a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing that they yeah. got going on this year, and it's been super frustrating. But but they do have a winning record, so I guess we have that. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, that's right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I, that that that's it. And that's that's I think why we've talked so intently about the trade deadline because I think it's really clear like there needs to be some kind of shakeup here mm. because hey, that's great that. You go and you you beat Minnesota in Minnesota, you beat Denver or whatever. You have this twenty three point comeback against the the Hawks in Atlanta, and that's all great. And you blow out Memphis in Memphis. That's that's awesome. But then you have nights like Charlotte and Portland and this one this this latest one against New Orleans, where when you're that good and then that bad, you fall in the middle. Yeah, and this. Not to say this is not to set the expectation that they were supposed to win a championship this year, mm-hmm. but they were supposed to be better, and record-wise they are. But I don't think basketball-wise they are. Yeah, it's very debatable whether they're a better team, mm-hmm. and and I think we've seen some some improvements on the defensive end. Sure, but it's just this weird letting go of the rope thing that I, again I don't think I've ever like seen a team that has a winning record. That the <laughs> losses are so egregious. Yeah, not yeah, certainly not a good team. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. It's, a, it's very confusing. Like I, I don't know what to make of it, and when I'm watching it, I, I don't know how to process what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. It it's a bunch of like when it starts to snowball and get out of control, it's bad shots. It's no rebounding. It's other teams getting confidence and hitting mm-hmm. shots that maybe they shouldn't hit. Mm-hmm. But then it just really starts to snowball. Yeah, it's kind of it, it, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happens because I I don't know, and, and and frankly I don't know if the Kings know. It feels like when a game starts, just starts to get out of hand, everybody starts looking around for. It's like in, I know everybody here has worked at a place where there's some task that needs to be done, mm-hmm. and it can be done by anybody in your office or your class or whatever it is. There's this task that needs to get done, and it never gets done because everybody else is looking at somebody else to do that thing. Yeah. And it's always, oh, someone else will do it. Oh, someone else will do it. That's a little bit what it feels like to me in these games is, hey, someone else will take over. Someone else will go. We need a rebound. Someone else will grab it. Yeah. We need a we need a, 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 a big spark on defense. Someone else will, someone else will step up. I'm going to take this possession off. Like here, I know we have like two coffee makers that are really nice and they have these little pouches. Yeah. And they're, it's it's some good coffee, right? But mm-hmm. the pouches fall into like a little drawer underneath and the thing gets full all the time. And there was Rich Ripley, our friend here in the outside. He was Rich the, shot Ripley at odyssey.com. Yeah, Go ahead. That's right. He would be the only one who would empty the, the little tray of pouches. Brutal. 
every time. You got to do it. And it'd be like, all right. And, you know, on occasion now I do it. Mm-hmm. But then we also have like who who empties the dishwasher? And a lot of times it's like not it. You know, someone else expects lot. Mm-hmm. that there is here at the office somebody who just does dishes. Yeah. Even though we don't have a cleaning person that just does dishes. Correct. They believe that those dishes- It's a group activity. Well, yeah. It's a, mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to put the dishes away. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And sometimes it's got to be Keegan Murray that goes and lights a spark. Sometimes it's yeah. Malik Monk. Sometimes it's De'Aaron Fox. It can't just all be Domas and, and Fox. Yeah, totally. And just everybody looking at those two to go do stuff. It's got to be a, a collective effort. Yeah. So uh, the Kings last night, speaking of collective efforts, mm. they've done this once before and we talked about it on the radio. Yes. They did it again. And you asked Mike Brown about it. And it was great. So the Kings, after getting shellacked last night by the Pelicans again, roll out one player to the postgame podium. Mm-hmm. And that player was Keon Ellis, who played 12 minutes. A two-way player. A two-way player who played 12 minutes. And played his, his butt off. Played his rear end off. Yeah. Played 12 minutes. Not even a starter, not in the regular rotation. Got plugged in in this game. A two-way player. The only person who went to the podium to answer for whatever the hell that was. For a team being down 50 at home. At home. Losing by 33, but being down 50. A team that was down 42 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. They sent out Keon Ellis. This is the second time this has happened now. And I appreciate that you, James, now granted Keon Ellis comes out first and then Mike Brown comes out. And I appreciate that you said to Mike Brown, like, hey, how do you feel about Keon Ellis being the only person that has to come out here and and speak about this? Yeah. And I think that needed to happen because I, I think, frankly, the fact that I know that Demonis Sabonis talked in the in the locker room after, but that like the podium's a thing. Having a podium game is a thing. So going out and being the one who sits in a press conference and talks to the media matters. And the fact that it's not Harrison Barnes, it's not Kevin Herter, it's not Keegan Murray, it's not it's surely not Demona Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox, that it's Keon Ellis of all the players. That's really, really frustrating for, I mean, multiple reasons. Mo- most notably for me, that sucks for Keon. Yeah. <laughs> Why's he got to go do this? Well, uh, yeah. that's what, Anyways. like, my thing would be, like, Keon it must be the worst at drawing straws that there ever was. Like, every <laughs> single time he draws a short straw. Like, hey, hey, Keon, maybe you need to figure out the straw game better, right? <laughs> but here's here's a couple of, like, semantic things I'll, I'll point out. Mm-hmm. Number one, it's league mandated that two players come to the podium and then the coach, the head coach, right? It's, it's a league rule. Mm-hmm. And so... That number one is a problem that you're not abiding by the basics. And some people will say, well, Sabonis talked in the locker room after the game. So did Chris Duarte. Like he did talk and it's like, okay, but here's the other problem. The podium is set up because it's part of post game. Number one. Mm -hmm. So those people are going on TV when they're doing it. Mm -hmm. There's also a, a percentage of the media that's in the room that does not have locker room access. So the podium is for all of the media. And then there's a group of media that doesn't get to go to the locker room afterwards to go get that secondary content. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece to this. But then I'll also say, like, look, De'Aaron Fox has been here seven years. 
Mm-hmm. He's gone to the podium so many times after a bad loss that sure. it's like dizzying. Like we used to wait during the pandemic for him and we'd wait like an hour, hour and 15 minutes for him every single night and wait for him. But like, I, I can even tell you like how many times Buddy Hield came to the podium mm-hmm. after a bad loss. And, you know, I, I know because he used to say it all the time. Yeah, we tricked that one off. He'd say it mm-hmm. all the time. So for me, it's not that Domas and De'Aaron don't talk because they do. They are actually really good about doing this. But during a bad loss, when this is a series of bad losses like this, somebody who's in the rotation needs to step up and go to the podium. It's okay for Keon Ellis to come out because he actually played really well in the fourth quarter. Sure. It's not okay for the rest of the rotation that, you know, again, if if Kevin Herter doesn't want to go to the podium right now, I think that's okay. Everyone everyone knows. They've all seen the reports that Kevin Herter could be traded. Yeah. Right? So it's okay for that player not to have to go yeah. and deal with that question as well as why'd you lose by, by 33? Yeah. But somebody else has to say, hey, look, I'll take it for the team tonight. And also, the team has to say, hey, somebody needs to go to the podium. Who is it tonight? And so I expect that this won't be a problem moving forward because, you know, that's why you asked that question. And I felt Mm -hmm. bad about, like, throwing Mike under the bus. And I actually had a conversation with Mike afterwards. But at at some point, like, somebody has to – it's an accountability issue. Yeah. If you're going to get clubbed, somebody has to be accountable for that mm-hmm. and not just like in the locker room saying, hey, my bad, I had a bad shooting night. Somebody has to go out and, and explain to the fans why it, it was it happened. Mm-hmm. And it should not be Keon Ellis because Keon Ellis is, again, he makes half of what a minimum scale salary player makes. Mm-hmm. Like there are people in that locker room that make 37, 38, 40 million dollars guys that make 18 million and then Keon Ellis makes 550,000. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to ask Keon? Like, Hey man, how come you guys got club by 50? I don't know. Like I wasn't in the game when that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't part of what happened. Like, yeah. and like, Hey, we got to get a better start. Oh, is Keon Ellis calling out his teammates? No, he's not calling out his teammates. He watched the same thing we did. Right. Like you, you feel for somebody who like realistically, it's okay for him to be out there. Mm-hmm. But he can't be the only one. Somebody who totally is agree. is in the rotation needs to step up and and take that. And they yeah. didn't. And it's <laughs> twice they've done it this year. And that's why you you have to call it out when it is when it when it happens. Right. And and someone in the rotation needs to say, "Hey, Keon, this one's not on you. Sit down. I got it." Yeah. And like then, the other thing I want to add, Kyle, like one of us in the media, we have to do that. We have to ask that question. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as them. There has to be accountability for us as well. Why won't you guys ask the hard question? It's like, oh, no, we do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always feel good to ask that question, but it, it is an accountability issue too. Somebody within our group, and it doesn't have to be me. It could be Sean. It could be Jason Anderson. Like It could be somebody else. But I'm somebody has to ask a question. Yeah. Because it's a question that everybody else is going to ask after the game. Like, how come only one player went out to the podium? Yeah. And... So we answered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Brown, I thought, gave a good answer. I, I, I do. I think Mike Brown gave a good answer. Um, like, No, because the, the goal of your question, at least, and maybe I'm wrong here, so please, please yeah. correct me. The goal is not to get an answer out of Mike Brown because Mike Brown doesn't know. Mike Brown doesn't say, okay, guys, hey, tough loss tonight, practice tomorrow, here's who's going up on the podium. Like, it's not, he doesn't, nope. he even says. Like, That's I don't not get, his job. He's like, I have never once thought about it. And it, as he shouldn't. 
No. But somebody, it has to get brought up somehow. And so I, I'm, I'm thankful that it did because, um, honestly, like you said, people, people need to be held accountable. Yeah. And, and again, need to be held accountable. and I think like, again, media, like on occasion, we have to be held accountable. Like sure. If we're, not, if we're not willing to ask a tough question, then, you know, get somebody else in there that will. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about, honestly, and, and Demona Simona said this in the, in the postgame locker room, like it's about the players holding themselves accountable, like within within yeah. their locker room. And that's one thing I do wonder with the Kings is like, where is that? Like, oh, yeah. Who's, who, who, who is it? Hey, Mike Brown was clear in his postgame. Like, this is not an X's and O's problem. Mm-hmm. This is not an X's and O's problem. Mm-hmm. This is straight up a bringing it or not bringing it problem. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are you are you here tonight or are you not? Are you engaged or are you not? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to rumble or are we going to get walloped? Mm-hmm. And he's trying to figure that out with this team, just like Demonis Sabona said. I I don't have an answer yet. Like they're trying to figure it out. And and look at the at the end of the day, I would much rather cover a team that's. 21 and 14 with some bad losses than a team that's 14 and 21 with a couple of good wins and for the most part is bad. Sure. So sure. it's it's not that they're bad. It's that they have a problem they got to figure out. Yeah. And, and this plays into a larger conversation about accountability. Right. The reason that's the it. reason the reason we have spent so much time harping on the 33 point loss to the Pelicans and not the win over the Raptors because they they played that Friday. That well, one mm-hmm. the the Pelicans game was more recent, but two, they're better than this. Yeah, and they're better than having this happen a dozen times or whatever it's been this year, where they're just not competitive in a game. Yeah, that can't. If this was the 20, 2009, 2010 Kings, we're going. Oh well, they lost to the Pelicans. Yeah. Anyways, 49ers this weekend, huh? Yeah. Like that that would be the but the expectation is higher now. And they should be better. They are more talented this than this. You, you said I don't think it's an X's and O's problem. That does not appear to be the case. No. And I that's, agree with that. That's Mike the most frustrating that. part. Yeah. Is if it was, hey, what offensive adjustments? Hey, this little defensive adjustment. No, it's none of that, man. It's just like Yeah. Can someone go grab a board? Can someone foul somebody and but can, can someone s- do something? I think when you say when somebody, can somebody, like you can't have, what was it? Did 15 players play last night? I think 15 players played last night. Mm-hmm. One of them had 10 rebounds. No one else had more than two. Yeah. Like that's not okay. That's that's on every single player who stepped on the court. And sure, one guy might have it's scored some points. 14. They only have 14 players on the roster right now. But yes, every, oh, okay, every, every available player played at least six minutes. Well, they had two-way players. Like Keon played. Yeah, they have 14 rostered players, which, again, in case that was missed, uh, the the Kings uh, are, well, they haven't officially press-released it, but uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson is being waived, but it once he clears waivers, um, there's expectation that he will sign a 10-day contract with the Kings. All right. So. Hopefully. All right. Kenny Carraway is here of D'Lo and KC fame. D'Lo and KC coming up here at noon. Uh Casey, any quick thoughts on on that loss last night before we get to a Warriors player threatening to retire? Oh, my bad. Hang on. Your mic's not on. That's my fault. While you're getting ready, I turned your mic off. Go ahead, Kenny. Nah, man. I mean, that's just uh, – that was embarrassing last night. If I was a, if I was the Sacramento Kings player, I'd be embarrassed. Now, Would you I go know, to the podium? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, for one, I don't know why talking to the media is such a chore for these guys. Like, you know, I know people ask weird questions and people take quotes out of context and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Sometimes. I, like, I get all that. But you're talking to these guys for like five minutes max. Nobody is going to ever really press you about giving random responses. Like, so if, the, if somebody asks, James, go, you go to the podium, James asks you, what happened last night? And I'm De'Aaron Fox. I could simply say, man, we got beaten every facet of the game. And, just didn't have you know, it. We just we didn't have it tonight. And, you know, it's one of those things where we, we, we can't let that happen again. We got we to gotta work to be better. Yeah. And that's it. Like yeah. you don't, you don't even need to really answer the whole thing. Like just, I don't, I don't understand why that's always such a chore yeah. for these professional athletes. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's part of their job, um, and I do know that like a lot of these guys, they talk a lot. Demonis Sabonis talks after almost every also, single game. You got to wait him out, but he'll talk. Also, there's there's also this like Kenny, you talk for a living. We all talk for a living. No, that's true. If you're not a fan of public speaking, I can imagine that's probably pretty exhausting. Yeah, but once again, I talk for a living for four hours a day. They could talk for four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> like, they could literally <laughs> talk for four enough. minutes and be like, I'm done. Uh, and, and say the hours. same. And shout say the KSFM. same. Yeah, shout out KSFM. Big Ups 1025. <laughs> you know what it is. Check in today. We got we got deals coming back. Um, but, like, you, you and, and, like, sometimes we get on here and we got to – I'm – look, I'm not – saying anything about them but we got to say something profound right like we got to have something like new and refreshing and so you can literally damn near give the Rasheed Wallace both teams flight hard yeah like that's what you can do every <laughs> time like the, the for the most part they all speak in like these cliches all the time mm-hmm. that's all you got to do is get the cliche answer yeah yeah hey real quick Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game for yesterday's game while we're here ESPN1320.com. Click the Jiffy Lube logo. Enter the keyword CJM. CJ McCollum. He dropped 30 on the Kings last night. He is our player of the game because, frankly, there wasn't a Kings player that we wanted to give it to. So it goes to CJ McCollum. CJM. Just his initials. CJM. Make it nice and easy for you. ESPN1320.com. Click the Jiffy Lube logo. It's front and center. You can't miss it. And enter to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. Keegan was the first keyword. CJM is the second one. Enter both those keywords. You'll be entered twice to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate, courtesy of our friends Jiffy Lube. Jiffy right. Lube. I did take uh, CJM the uh, less than 29.5 last night. Oof. He had 30 at half. Oh. 30 points, rebounds, assists combined. I took less than 29.5 for the game. Yeah. That, that game was over early. Like It, it was, was real over. Early. Like you, you, I, I'm the type where... They get down 20 in today's NBA and stuff like that. Like, oh, man, make a couple threes. Yeah. I think there was a, a, a point at the three-point, three-point, three-minute mark of the second quarter. I said, it's a big three minutes here. Like, I think they might have been down 18. It's like if you can get it to 12, you know, maybe you're alive. I think it ended up getting as high as 24 in those three minutes. It's like, this is – this is literally done. Like, it's over. I don't have mm-hmm. to pay attention to this game anymore. Tweeted it out yesterday. It might have been the worst sporting event I ever attended. Mm. Dang. That's bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, when you got to say that. I went I went to Buccaneers 49ers 
in 2010, and I think the Bucks won 17 to nothing. Mm. Oh, that was the worst game I ever attended. I really once bad. watched Rick Russell throw a two hitter against the Mets, oh, and yeah. both were ground balls up the middle. One that he kicked by Wally Backman. That nice. was the two hits. That those That's were great. the two hits he gave up, and it was it was miserable to watch a one to nothing game. Well, that's usually not the case. Eh. Usually it goes by pretty fast. There's some intrigue to it. It's a close game. You get to see masterful pitching performances. That, that sounds like a good time, man. Did right. the Giants win? I, I think, Oh, yeah, yes. you're not a yeah, Giants yeah. fan either. That's yeah, they, they did win. Yeah. Hey, can I play this Draymond Green sound real quick before yeah, we get out it. of here? Yeah. Here's what Draymond Green said uh, on, on the precipice of his return to the NBA. I had a conversation with Adam Silver, commissioner of our league. Thank I just you. told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm going to retire. And Adam said, ah, you're making a very rash decision. And I won't let you do that. You know, we had a long, great conversation. Very helpful to me. Very thankful uh, to play in a league with a commissioner like Adam, uh, who's more about helping you mm-hmm. than hurting you or mm-hmm. helping you than punishing you or, mm-hmm. you know, he's more about the players. Totally. Come hey, on, here's man. my thing real quick. Cause we, we got to go here. Draymond green found the person that he needed to talk to at work, found the right things to say to that person, said those things to that person, got himself reinstated. You can Book it that Draymond Green is going to be suspended for the season for some on-court incident this year. Nothing has changed. Draymond Green is being manipulative. Draymond mm-hmm. Green is the guy that does things wrong. Fi- oh, hang on. What do I got to do to fix this? Not actually fix it. Mm-hmm. He's going to, oh, hang on. How do I patch this back together uh, to get to get back in as fast as I possibly can and to make everything right just in words? That's what he's done here. And that's what this says to me. That he goes... Because clearly things weren't progressing, and so he just went, you know what, all right, drastic option. Adam, I'm retiring. I'm just done. (laughs) He wanted to be the villain, then he became the villain of his own story, and now he's a victim. Straight up. He is not a victim. I know what you guys are saying. He is not a victim or a sympathetic figure. And why is he doing his podcast like it's a casting call, like he's auditioning for a – what what background is that? What the hell is that? Hey, do you know why? Do you know why? (laughs) Because that's what he thinks is going to hit in the documentary about himself. <laughs> like that's going to look nice in the. <laughs> look like he's auditioning for the Avengers or something. Like what? What? Just sit at your desk. What? What are you doing here with this black background? Ridiculous. Right. Wild. We have to go now. D'Lo and Casey are next. Thank you, James. Thank you, Casey. Uh, we've been the Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN thirteen twenty. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.